Okay, my friends, before we begin, I have a special invitation for my local or local-ish ladies. Starting this September, I am hosting a brand new event called The Sacred Circle. I don't know about you, but I have been craving the power of community, connection, and sisterhood. This event will take place monthly in an intimate setting at my home in Wyndham, New Hampshire. There, we will collectively create a space where you will awaken and share your wisdom, embrace authenticity, and ignite your passions in the company of extraordinary women. Imagine the support, the wisdom, and the courage you'll find in this magical circle. You'll build lifelong friendships and become the unstoppable force you were always meant to be. I am so excited for you to join me. All the details and link to reserve your spot are in the show notes. Space is limited, and I cannot wait to see you there. This is what I found myself doing. Just keeping myself as busy as possible. Do, do, do to just get through the day and get to bed so I can get through the next day. I cried a lot, multiple times last week, just really just sad about how quickly life changed, how quickly time passes, how quickly our kids grow up, how they go from babies to college, how as moms, we go from caring for our kids 24-7 to sometimes now not seeing their faces for months. Welcome, beautiful souls. Your time is now. It's always been now. I am your host and manifestation mentor, Allison Fitzpatrick, and I am obsessed with health. And not just a healthy body, but a healthy mind and a healthy soul. If you are craving peace, joy, connection, and alignment, you are in the right place. Imagine what it would be like to be living in full alignment with your purpose, eager and excited for your days ahead. Feeling a sense of inner peace, knowing you can trust your intuition and guidance from the universe. Feeling confident in achieving your goals and tasks with ease and joy. Embodying complete trust that everything is working out exactly the way it is meant to. This is so possible for you, my sweet friend. Life is always happening for you, and I am here to help you create a mindset around being strong in your powers. You are more powerful than you know. I am beyond happy that you are here. Let's find peace within the growth together, and let's have some fun. Hello, hello. Welcome back, and welcome to episode 27. It is Saturday, September 30th, as I am recording this, it's officially the end of September. Tomorrow is October 1st, and I don't know how we got here so fast, but we did. And I have to be honest here, I had no plans of recording this episode. Actually, I have a guest podcast recording planned for next week, and that was going to be my next episode, but I have been deep in the feels this week, my friends, deep in feelings this week. And I felt a pull and called to come on here and share what's been happening with me. So yeah, it's, it's been a week. It's been an emotional week, lots of lows, lots of sadness, lots of uncomfortableness. And while I sat with all of this this week, it really got me reflecting on really just a lot of things. And I feel like this has been a trend for me this past month. (laughs) If you can tell by my last few episodes, there's been 
a lot of reflecting. And I don't know, maybe it's because there's so many changes happening in my life right now that it just has me thinking of a lot of things. It has me thinking of things that are happening now. It has me thinking of things that have happened in the past, but this month has 100% brought in a ton of reflection, which isn't a bad thing because I've been working through a lot and coming to some really, really amazing realizations. So it's been needed. I'm not resisting it. I'm not pushing it away. I'm sitting with it. I'm moving through it and just really loving myself through all of it. Just like I've talked about in the past, loving yourself through the sadness or the chaos or whatever it is that's happening in your life. So the reason this week felt heavy is because this past week was the first week where my kids were gone, both at school, and my husband was traveling this week, all week. It's Saturday. He's been gone since last Sunday morning early. He left at 4 a.m., for London and he doesn't come back until tomorrow, possibly Monday night. I'm not really quite sure yet. So for those that don't know, Scott travels to London a ton for work among other places. This fall, he's headed to the Philippines, Japan, Canada. I think I might be missing one. I think London at least three, maybe four times. I'm not sure. I actually may join him in December, depending on the date. So if you're like, why don't you just travel with him, Allison? Yes, I do plan on doing some travel with him, but You also have to remember, I have three dogs (laughs) and eight chickens that need to be taken care of as well. So I am hoping to hop in on some of his trips with him, but it was the first week where not having my kids at home really, really hit me. Or should I say, it's hit me already, obviously, it's hit me already that they're not home, but it hit me in a different way this week. Scott has always traveled since gosh, since we were out of college, like as long as I can remember and traveled a ton when my kids were babies, he actually had an apartment in New York and he would go to New York bright and early on Monday morning. He'd get up at 4am and then he'd come home really late on Thursday night. So he was gone four days of the week and home for three. And that was when my kids were little babies. And it was a freaking hard time. It was a hard time, but we always made it work, right? Traveling has just been the norm for his job. So we've always, always just made it work. And while it was always in a way a little hard, right? Like we got used to it. I didn't always sleep well when he was gone, but it has gotten better and better. And now I sleep pretty well when he's gone. It's typically just the first night. That's always tough for me. But the difference between then and now is my kids aren't home. So this week... I felt alone. I was lonely. And I don't remember the last time I ever felt that way. To be honest, I do not remember the last time I felt alone. Thankfully, I have my three dogs, (laughs) but the house was freaking quiet. It was too quiet, like way too quiet for my liking. And some of you might be sitting there. I get it. Some of you might be sitting there and listening to this and thinking, a quiet house no kids and no husband. Are you kidding me, Allison? This sounds amazing. I get it. It sounds dreamy. And trust me, when everyone was around, I didn't mind a quiet house now and then, or just for a night or for two, it was fine. But eight days, (laughs) eight days brought a whole lot of emotions for me. I was thinking to myself, okay, I signed up for empty nesting, but I did not sign up for this. (laughs) 
And I'm pretty busy during the day anyway, so it wasn't really the days, but it was so much more like the evening and the nighttime, like cooking dinner for myself, sitting by myself at night, trying to keep busy, feeling like I'm just waiting to go to bed so I can do it all over again the next day, like wishing the days to go by until Scott came home. And this is what I found myself doing, just keeping myself as busy as possible, do, 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 to just get through the day and get to bed so I can get through the next day. I cried a lot, multiple times last week, just really just sad about how quickly life changed, how quickly time passes, how quickly our kids grow up, how they go from babies to college, how as moms we go from caring for our kids 24-7 to sometimes now not seeing their faces for months. A few days ago, it was late afternoon and I was in my kitchen and it was the afternoon and this wave of sadness just washed over me and I just, I lost it. I was bawling in my kitchen uncontrollably and unable to stop. My dogs were staring at me. (laughs) You could tell that they were concerned. And for a second, I did think to myself, I thought, Allison, this is crazy, right? Like, you knew this was coming. Like, why are you crying? Like, it's fine. And right after that, I said, no, no, you need this. Clearly, you need to release this. You need to just cry. It's okay to let it out. It's therapeutic to let it out. It was actually a beautiful day outside, so I decided to just take my cry outdoors. I didn't want to be indoors anymore. I went outside. I sat on my deck, on the stairs of my deck, looking out into the woods in my backyard, and I breathed in the fresh air. And as I calmed down, I realized something. And what I realized was I was grieving. I was grieving this change in my life that deep down I wasn't emotionally ready for, but also knew that it was the inevitable and I had no control over it. And what I realized was this past month with Scott home and not traveling and us spending time on the Cape still, even after the kids left, that I knew this change was here, like it was physically here and happening, but the noise, like the quote unquote noise of everyday life was pushing me through day by day. So much so that I hadn't actually allowed myself to fully sit with this change until I was forced to, until I was forced into quiet this week, until I was left alone long enough to realize I had been keeping this grief in. And yeah, I knew life was changing. Yes, I knew I had to embrace the unknown. I knew I needed to figure out different ways to connect with my kids. I knew the house felt different. I knew all of this and it all still remains true, but I hadn't actually allowed myself to fully feel the sadness of all of this, of this massive change in my life. So consider this a warning. (laughs) Okay. Not a warning. I'm not going to warn you. It's not a warning, but to all the moms or dads out there who are coming close to empty nesting or who will eventually be empty nesters in the future, even if you have littles, this change is hard. 
And I don't know, maybe it's not as hard for others as it's been for me. But for me, I know I love taking care of people. I know I love having people around. I love caring for people. Like caring for people brings me true joy. So when all of a sudden this week, when no one was around, I felt like something was missing. And with that came sadness. It was grief. After I had sat outside that day and realized what I was feeling, and by the way, as a little side story here, when I went outside and I let it all out and I was sitting on my deck looking out into the woods in my backyard, a bluebird showed up, flew right into the woods, like right in my view, in and out of the trees. It was just flying in and out of the trees. And I will admit, I cried harder when I saw that, but it was also tears of joy and gratitude for this sign, this bluebird, this sign that everything was going to be okay, that I was right where I was supposed to be. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to episode 20, where I talked in more detail about the significance of the bluebird. But after I sat outside that day and I realized what I was feeling and I let out whatever needed to be let out that day and I saw the bluebird, (laughs) I felt this sense of calm come over me, this sort of relief, right? Like a relief and a release after letting it all out. And the next day I, I sat with this more, this idea around grief. And I was thinking, Grief and loss comes to us in so many ways. We can grieve the loss of a loved one, right? For me, grieving my dad, the death of my dad. We can grieve the loss of a friendship or a shift in a friendship. Maybe it's not the same as it used to be. We can grieve the loss of a job. And we can grieve our life changing. We grieve our kids growing up and moving out of the house and having their own life and not needing us as much anymore. Sadness will show up in our lives. And what I realized in question for myself was, do we really allow ourselves to fully grieve these losses? Or do we just push some of them aside and pretend we're okay? Do we share our feelings with others and look for support? Or do we hold it in and again, just pretend everything's okay? Everything's going to be fine. And yes, we always want to tell ourselves that everything will be okay and everything is always working out for us. But do we allow ourselves to fully move through it? One of the biggest things I have learned over the years is to not hide my emotions, not hide what I'm feeling, but instead find people, find friends who I can talk to, who I can share this with, friends who will not be judgmental, but who I know will be there to love on me and support me and hold space for me. And my friends, that can be hard. It can be hard to talk to others about your feelings and what you're going through, worrying what they're going to think, wondering if you can trust them with your deepest emotions. There's obviously always the option of a therapist if you don't have someone you can share with or talk to, and I'm fully all for that as well. But hiding it and pretending we're okay that does not help us move through it. This reflection on grief and loss also just had me thinking about, it had me thinking about the past. I know I mentioned that in the beginning, like it just 
has me thinking about a lot of things in the past and this specific one. And I think it's because this specific week as well, I was moving through some things with a friend and felt like our relationship was shifting and changing. And it made me very sad. I was grieving this potential change in our friendship. And it had me thinking about the loss of girlfriends in the past, right? These amazing friendships I had that just ended, ended because I was being my true authentic self and they didn't like that part of me anymore. And for the longest time, I didn't trust other women. I kept my guard up, not wanting to fully show up as myself, right? In fear of losing people in my life loss, grief. But for years, I didn't feel I had a support system. My husband, of course, always is my support system. But for a very long time, I didn't feel I had friends who I could trust to go to with my deepest emotions. I am so beyond blessed to now have women like that in my life. But when it came to the loss of friendships, I had to remember I am not for everyone. And when I am my true authentic self, I will attract the people into my life that are supposed to be in my life. And I will weed out those that are not meant to be in my life. Period. End of story. It's not easy, but it's the truth. And it has been proven to me over and over and over again. There are women in my life that stayed when others left. When I was going through a tough time and shared with them, they loved on me no matter what. And these friends, like we may parent differently, we may have different political beliefs, we may eat differently, but we all support and love each other no matter what. We constantly hold space for what the others need. After having that big cry session, that release that afternoon, and then the next day reflecting on all of this, I messaged my friends. And told them I was having a really tough week. I was open about all of it, the reason for all of it, the crying, like literally all of it. And they held space for me. I felt loved. I felt supported. I didn't feel alone. The next day, I actually went to lunch with a few of them, and it was just what I needed to fill my cup. They reminded me that they are always there when I need them that they are always there to talk or grab coffee or just listen. And in that moment, I realized that I was still holding pieces of me back, worried about more loss, worried that I might be too much for people if I shared what I was really feeling. But it's actually the complete opposite. When I open up, I allow others to hold space for me. I allow those that are meant to be in my life to show up, to be there. And I weed out those that are not meant to be. When you open up, you create space for people to love on you. You have to let love in. If we put our guard up and constantly hide our emotions, how will we ever let others truly and fully love us for all that we are? It all came full circle for me this week. The reason why I have been so pulled to create the sacred circle, right? These women's circles. And what I realized was I created this space for other women because it's always what I have craved for myself. 
Growing up, I wanted to be seen and understood and heard. I wanted to feel this sense of belonging, feeling like I belonged. Even into my adulthood and after having kids, I craved these deep relationships and friendships with other women. And again, I am so blessed to have a group of women in my life now who I can be so vulnerable and real with. I have also engrossed myself in masterminds with other women. And yes, while they are business-related masterminds, it made me realize the power of sisterhood and community. We get deep with each other. It's brought me this new sense of trust in others that I didn't always have. Let's be real here. When you've felt like you've been burned by others, especially women by other women, it's hard to build that trust in others again, right? And not all women have this sisterhood. Not all women have a space where they can be their true authentic selves and be real knowing they will not be judged. I am again, super lucky to have just a handful of women in my life like this. And this is why I wanted to create the space for other women. I want women to experience what true sisterhood is. I want women to know they have a place that they can go to where other women will hold space for everything that they are. The good, the bad, the ugly, right? All of it. I want women to know they aren't alone. I wanted to create a space where women could let love in, allow themselves to be loved and supported, loved for the whole of who they are. And all of this, all of this reflection just made me that much more excited about these events to come and what we are creating here and how it'll change the energy of everyone, not only in that room at that event, but change the energy of all of those around us. There's always a ripple effect, always. When we heal, when we raise our vibration, we raise the vibration of everyone around us. So I'm sitting here in gratitude. Gratitude for the grief, gratitude for the loss, gratitude for the lessons I'm learning along the way, gratitude for this week alone, because while I didn't want it, I don't love being alone. So many realizations, so many aha moments and growth came from it. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to cry. It's okay to let people know you're hurting. You do not have to put up this facade that everything is always okay. You do not have to pretend. There are people out there who will hold space for you. And if you don't have anyone, I will be that person for you. I will love on you. One of the biggest things I realized this week was how much I truly love taking care of people and loving on people and helping people. It's been like that for years. It continues to be like that. That's why I've gone into every single thing that I have gone into. That's again, why I'm creating these events, but not having my kids here and not having Scott here for the week really made me realize that I love to love people. I love being around people, but you want to know what I also realized? I get to love on myself now, extra love all for myself. And I had to embrace that. This is my time. Everyone's still here for me to love on them. My kids are still here, but now I get to focus on loving me. And I don't know exactly what that looks like yet, 
but that's okay. Everything that happens in our life only leads us to the next best thing. Even when things feel sad, we have to trust and surrender that everything is always working out for us. We have to be open to receive, right? Receive all the goodness that's meant to be for you and for us. And truly love on yourself for everything that you are along this journey that we call life, this crazy life that we live, but this beautiful life that we live. It is so freaking beautiful. So I'm going to stop right there. But before we part, I want to remind you of this. You grieve because you love. So I want you to be so thankful for how hard you love on others. It is normal sometimes to feel overwhelmed and sad. Tears are normal. Tears are healthy. So be patient with yourself as you find your way through all of this, through all of the unknown, through all the sadness or the grief or whatever it is that you're going through. When you feel alone, reach out to others and remember that you are always loved. Always accept and love yourself just as you are in every single moment. You are never alone, my friend. I love you all so, so much. This was a very therapeutic episode for me. So I hope this episode inspired you and served you as well. And I am so looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Thank you all so, so much for joining me today. Remember, your time is now. You always have the power to shift your mindset and create more ease and joy in your life. Don't ever stop growing. Don't ever stop evolving. Don't ever stop learning. If you love this podcast, I would be so beyond grateful if you left a review, shared with your friends, and tagged me on your Instagram stories. I love you all so, so much. Now go and create an amazing day.